Because that cross is very serious, what he did on there. Amen. Glory to God. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. I do miss the dance, though. We're working on it. As a pastor, I got to be ready to do anything. Y'all saw when I was about to direct you where to go. If I have to dance, I dance. I'm not afraid. I danced when I was in the world. Why can't I dance for Jesus? Some of y'all, too, can dance for Jesus. It's all right. (laughs) Keep it holy. Keep it holy. It's all good. Everybody doing? Man, thank you, Sister Rika. Thank you so much. I love it. I love no nonsense, right to the point. Oh, man. And you can hear a person's passion or heart. She, she don't mind worshiping by herself, but she loves the gathering worship. I'm sure that's what she was saying. And she takes it very seriously. Maybe you should take it serious. You know? That's how, I think that's how we're going to get into heaven. Slide and just get in. Ah, I made it. <laughs> this is the time to prepare for heaven. Maybe, maybe. The, see, I told you, I've been doing this teaching on the battle for the new mind. You're real proficient with the old mind. I told you, the old mind is like automatic. It's my old nature. But you're born again. There's a new mind. How do I function? How do I acquire the new mind? How do I defend the new mind? Hmm. How should I really be thinking? (laughs) Here's the key. It should be totally opposite of the old person. The old nature. The old sinful nature. The way you think now. Should be. Different. If you feel the same. And you're doing the same thing. I mean. Where is the regeneration? Where is it taking process? Where is it, where is it happening? At? You know. So I'm saved. And that means I cannot. I cannot. That means I'm saved, listen, from my sin. So my sin should no longer be attached to me. I get this thing. People say, you know, we, we're supposed to be saved. Everybody's supposed to be saved, right? Okay, before I teach, I had a shepherd. Can I, that's, all right. Because that's what you, that's what y'all, that's what I do. All right. I, I keep hearing this. Y'all heard this too. You saved now, but you keep saying, I'm a sinner. Why do people keep saying that you're a sinner? Are you saved or are you a sinner? I need to know. Now y'all hear that all the time, don't y'all? We're just sinners. But I thought you were saved. I don't know. Do y'all, you a sinner? I mean, uh, yeah. <sighs> Let's see. Let's examine that. The problem is you don't know who you are. 
So if you don't know who you are, you can't perform like you're supposed to perform. You can't think like you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be transformed, conformed into the very character of God. So I can't not know who I am. Isn't that right? See, that's the problem. I told you, there's nothing wrong with the atheists. There's nothing wrong with the racists. There's nothing wrong with some of you. It's just the way you think. It's just the way they think. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with the homosexual. It's just the way they think. Because as a man thinketh, so is he. But is that the truth? Because you, you can think and it's the lie. It's not the truth. And you be that. Your, the way you think, your imagination, it takes, it has a destiny. Just keep thinking about lying. And you will. The situation we're presented up for the choice to lie. Okay. And, I, and it's time that you, it's time that you know who you are. It's time. Are you saved? Or you're not? Are you a believer? Or you're not? Are you a sinner? Or are you a believer? See, this is the problem. You keep, you keep hearing that. I, I it just put a cringe in my spirit when I hear, I'm a sinner. But I thought I was saved. I thought my new spirit, I'm recreated now in him. I'm now born from above, not below. So are you saved? Or are you a sinner? I know you keep listening to the song. I'm just a saint. Who's a sinner? Which one are you, man? I no longer identify with my old nature. The sinner. The problem is, is that your mind has not been sanctified. You still think the same. So it's hard to believe I'm a saint. But I have flesh. Yeah, but it's no longer ruling me. It no longer has the hierarchy over me. It no longer has precedence over my decisions and choices and how I treat you. See, it's the new mind. The new mind comes with a new behavior. Okay, the, the, can I show y'all something? Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you something. A very familiar scripture. All right. <laughs> we talked about faith last week too, right? <laughs> Just quickly before we go because the words that I speak are spirit. 
That's what Jesus said. That's what the word said. That's what Jesus said. That's what God said. So if your mindset is not on the spiritual level, your understanding now will be marred. So just one more time so we can, faith comes by hearing and hearing by word. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Just make sure we understand something before we get into the teaching. I got to do some stepping. Get our minds right. Get us on one accord. The praise should have did that, but maybe everybody didn't. So, What is that? Why is that so hard? Why do we get offended? I just said, if, if I understand my living relationship with him, no one has to tell me to praise God. It's part now of my character, which makes it characteristic of me. We all should be known as praisers. Not just you and you and you. No, we all should. We all should be identified as worshipers. I get it. See, you, you, you have to be in an ongoing, unbroken understanding Unbroken consciousness of your righteousness. Unbroken. Because you're just like that man that looked at the details in his mirror and his face and saw all the contours and, you know, everything. And soon as he leaves and turn away from it, he forgets who he is. Because, oh man, I tell you. Okay. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. And check out my lifestyle. All right. There we go. What's your lifestyle like? Hmm? What's your lifestyle like? I'm coming. Don't worry. Stay awake. All right. I'm going to try. I'm going to do it. Man. Mm. Okay. Might work from the back. <laughs> Might work from the back up. Okay. Read Hebrews 11.1. Hebrews chapter 11 at verse 1. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for. Being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality, faith, perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses, So you have faith. Everybody here is saying they have faith. <clears throat> Which means you believe in what you can't see. Amen. <laughs> You're not moved <laughs> by what you can't see. You said you had faith. 
which means you believe in what you can't see. When it shows up, it's no longer faith. That's called manifestation. But we are, the Bible says that we are faith. Faith is what now is the currency. Faith now is what flows through your spirit. Righteousness. You're, you're alive now because of righteousness. Which is a faith act. Which is bestowed upon you. Okay. I believe in what I cannot see. And no man has seen God and live. I'm not a man. I'm a spirit. Man is a spirit who lives in a body, who possesses a soul. But man is a spirit. He is his word. And no man has seen God. And live. I'm a spirit. The wind blows. The trees move. The waters ripple. You don't see it. But I believe. What I see. Is being moved by the unseen. See you got to get this right. Before we go into the word. You serve a God that you cannot see with your senses, but you got spiritual senses. Okay. See, we read the word naturally, <laughs> not spiritually. Well, is it allegorically or is it, you know, symbolism? I mean, what is it? You know, what, what, what is it? It's the truth. It's what it is. Okay, all right. So I want to make sure we got some things. Faith now is the assurance. But before I go there, when, when you say assurance, um, or in the King James, it says substance. The word substance means the foundation. The assurance, the title deed, the guarantee. Evidence means conviction. So, there's certain ways you can read it. Watch it. Now, faith is the assurance of the things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, the evidence of things not seen. I told you, you see this book right here, right now. You see it. Everybody see it, right? Everybody see it. You can see it. You can see it. You can see it. You can touch it. You can see it. But if I walk back two miles away, you don't see it. And I'm holding it up. But you don't see it. Is it there? And it's your book. That's faith. Is that I? Believe. 
have not seen. But I believe it. That is there. But the longer you wait, the longer you wait, the closer this book comes to you. The longer you're not concentrating on seeing what you pray for, the closer it comes to you. And faith comes by hearing. By hearing by the word. But it's there. Just like the promises of God. They are yes and amen, so be it unto you. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. Now, I need to see it for it to be real. Now, seeing is believing. No, it's not. Seeing is manifestation. Believing is not seeing. And still know that it's there. more you hear, the more you do. Faith comes by hearing. Don't be a hearer only, but be ye a doer of the word. The closer it comes to you. He, he's not far off. Where's the kingdom? Where's his word? So what happens when you pray and you don't see? The problem is, is you don't believe. Because it says it's not revealed by the senses. I mean, I wish everybody was listening. Okay. This is what they say. I'm break it down a little. Give them get in there. Now faith is this assurance of the things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Let's look closely at what is being said. Faith is described as an act, just like love. Because faith works by Love. And if you read 1 Corinthians 13, those are all acts of love. Love doesn't do this. Love does this. Love doesn't do this. Love does this. It's an act. Man. Okay. Faith is an act, some say, of the mind and heart. Mm. Substance. Look at that word, substance. It means real being. Substantial nature, the real nature of a thing. Substance. Watch this.
like that little pause here, but watch this. Faith is primary in act of the mind and heart. It is only to say that scripture seems to be saying that faith is more than an act, though. Oh, watch this. So you got to get into it. You got to have Holy Spirit. Okay, hold on. It says, it's the title deed, the confirmation, right? A person who holds the title deed actually possesses the property. Oh, I might have some real estate people in here. So to have a title deed means you actually own it. You actually own the property. The person who owns the deed actually possesses the property. It's already his. And these precious promises... You just haven't taken possession of them. You take it by the Holy Spirit. Because Holy Spirit is the earnest. He is the title deed. And I am possessed. By his spirit. I'm led. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. Man, what is this saying? We already possess his promises. <laughs> we already possess his promises. I always hear that is. Things. See how we allow imagination to exalt itself against the knowledge of God? But this is what man does. This is what he sees. Oh, watch this. The title deed, the property. The possession of something is more assurance and conviction. What, what? Teacher, I'm going to have to jump. Okay, I'm going to have to jump. Since we there. Okay. Let me make sure. You own it, right? All his promises. Okay. I'm going to jump ahead, but we got to do it. This is the way he said to it. All right. You. It's the way you think is the problem why this doesn't resonate. 
Okay, I got you. I'm going to help you. It's, your, it's the way you're thinking. Because you know what? You know what a thought is? A thought is this. A thought is a reality. A thought is a reality. You actually live in your thoughts. Okay, hold on. Mm, okay. No, I live in Virginia Beach. <laughs> you actually live, each and every one of you, right now, sitting in them chair. you're living in your thoughts. You're not living in this room. You're living in your thoughts. Okay, okay. Woo! <sighs> some, some, some of our thoughts is... Mm. Mm. This is like a slasher movie. Some of our thoughts. Mm -hmm. You actually live in your thoughts. You, you actually live in a non-material reality. Okay. A non-material reality. A non-material thoughts. I'm talking about your spirit. Who you really are. This is what faith is. <laughs> Teacher. Faith, faith is actually the possession of reality. Faith is actually possession of reality. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm starting from the back. Look at this. Look at this. Because we got to get you right. Listen, listen to this. I, I don't know if y'all heard that or not. And, and now faces the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality, faith. That's what it says. Faith perceiving as real. Real what? Fact. That what is not revealed to the senses. You are supposed to be spiritual. Every circumstance that you in, the actual cause of it, is made out of the non-material world. Every situation, every a choice is a non-material. But the effects of it Affects the material world. You are your thoughts. You live in your thoughts. You live in the reality that you possess. Now if you can't possess healing. That's not your reality. But I can. Oh I can possess. Listen forgiveness is a non-material reality. And I can 
possess it by faith. Woo! See, this is the way you think. It's the way you think. Because you're trying to understand and discern something that's spiritual carnally. And they will never, never meet. They will never agree. I, I like Peter because he, he got this little formula that he had for, for, for the believer. I'm going to show it to you if we get there. Hold on. Faith is actually possessing a reality. That's what faith is. Not seen. I see. I see this. But you say this is your reality that you're sitting in the chair. No, the reality is that something's holding you up that it has really no matter. I mean, it, it's matter, but it's not, it's permeable. Light can go through it. It, 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 you think it's solid, but it's not. You're sitting in that chair by what you can't see. You're sitting in that chair by the molecules, the atoms, the guions that you can't see. And you believe it. Therefore, you sit. But you're sitting in something you can't see. The, re the real reality of it, you can't see what it's made of. You're just seeing the manifestation of the combination of elements. And the worlds were framed by the word of God. And he tells them, he said, go to Canaan. It's yours. Possess the land. But there's giants. There's Nephilim in the land. I said, possess the land. It's yours. I promise you, it's yours. Now go take it. See, but they could have, we have to see. Soon they get, oh, they are, we are like grasshopper in their eyes. Y'all see what I'm saying? you get it? Go in and possess the reality that you're saved. See, your salvation is not a reality to you. Mm. Jesus. <sighs> it's a reality to you now, isn't it? Hmm? Mm -hmm. You know what happened? You possessed the promise. He said, I am your deliverer. See, you're sitting there waiting to be delivered, but you've been delivered. I told y'all that a long time ago. When I went to the altar, when I wanted to get rid of pornography that I was feeding on. And they said, I went up there four times. Take this from me. Take this from me. Take this from me. 
Four times I wanted to go. He said, you was, you was delivered the first time. You just didn't believe me. No, you was believing what you felt, what you saw. Your feelings are not what he said. Go in and possess the land. All you did was take a thought. And that thought now created now. That's the reality that you live in. So if you're always angry, that's your reality. That's what you live in. And the worlds were framed by the word of God, by the reality of the word of God. He said, I told you, if you believe, you would see the glory of God. If you would believe. Y'all not there. We ain't there. Who owns your thoughts? Absolutely. Because I can't own your thoughts and I can't possess your thoughts. But God said, I know the thoughts that I have towards you. See, his thoughts, see, you own your thoughts because your thoughts, see, what they try to do is, listen, supersede the thoughts of God. I can't do all things. I can't believe. Because that's your thought. And that thought now is trying to exceed the knowledge of God. And now when you're born again, you got this thing now built into you, Joseph, that it said you can cast down every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And where the people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge of their God. You are your thoughts. You live in. You are surrounded by. You exist in your thoughts. Think on these things. Whatever's lovely. He, he directs you. He commands you. That means direction. Tells you what you should be thinking about in this new mind that you have. He said, I know the thoughts I have towards you. And those thoughts have an expected end. I told you. How you think takes you to your destiny. Oh, you got to know who is exalting. Man, okay. Oh, go, to, go, go, go here right quick. Go to Philippians. I'm, I'm working backwards. I don't know what's going on. That's <laughs> the second time in a row. <laughs> okay. Go to Philippians 2.5. Philippians chapter 2 at verse 5. Let this same attitude mm. and purpose mm. and humble mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. Let him be your example in humility. Well, look at here. Mm. 
let. Let. See, we read it, but we, you need to stop at let. Hold on. Let. In the Greek, it means, listen, teacher, it means to think. It, it means thought. It means to take. To possess. To be of the same mind. Let. See that let is a bridge. It's a connector. See you have to do something. When you get saved. When you get saved. There's steps and certain things that need to be. You know, reinforced in your salvation. I never forget. I I can't didn't know anything about Christ. I'm, I'm I was just happy to find somebody who could forgive me of my sin that I was carrying. And in and in the same motion, in the same week, I'm I'm trying to get this all right. I got all this stuff in my. I need to get rid of. And and I'm hearing. I didn't come to hear that I'm a millionaire. But this, see, there was a step missing in my foundation. So now you got a church full of people who are saved, but they don't know the steps of their salvation. What is required from me? Let this mind. Allow it. Take how I should be thinking. I had stuff manifestation. That's not why I came to church. And it won't going to be the thing that kept me in church. A relationship is what kept me. You have a responsibility. As a teacher and a pastor, we have a responsibility to teach you, to show you the way. A lot of times we had steps and they're missing in our walk. We call up, you're doing all this stuff and you're doing this, but your ministry hadn't got off the ground yet because your heart is wrong. You may have all of the gifting and the desire, but that one thing that hinders you, God is not mocked. And then he sends you to a place, show you things in your heart so you can develop, so your face should be growing. I told I'm trying. I'm really trying. I told you 99% of people leave church because of an offense. That's why they leave church, because of an offense. Never seek to understand. Because the position, see, is how you think. And you never, you have a hard time considering you're wrong. Which hinders your growth. That's like a child telling the father, this is how you should do it. Out of order. God does not bless disorder. He blesses order. The problem with that child is how they think. How they think. Well, what, why? They grew up in my home. What, what added, what added, you know, what was added to him? What was added to them? 
Why do they think that way? What thought did they conceive and give birth to? That I don't love you? Because I correct you? It is. Mm, mm, mm. Ain't that a shame? Ain't that a shame? Well, this is the society that we live in because the church is running around trying to be mean instead of being prayer warriors. Turning down their plate. Loving each other. See, we want the world to do what we don't want to do. Y'all want Kanye to do what you won't do. Leave him alone. Let him work out his salvation. Which you should be working out yours with fear and trembling. How dare we point and finger them? Oh God, no He going to the prison. You won't. All right. All right. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Pray for him. Just leave him alone. <sighs> Well, he said, you have to possess the mind of Christ for it to be a reality to you. All of this teaching, correction, all of that. See, this is how you know it's not reality. You get offended. It's not real to you because the scripture says that. That if he loves you, he corrects, he reproves. See, that's the problem. In the, nobody wants to do this. Everybody wants to just say, I'm great. I'm good. Pastor, tell me I'm good. Don't tell me I'm sinning. Don't tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm good. Tell me these things make me feel good. Don't tell me the truth. I told you, everybody got an opinion. Just like armpits. <laughs> they stink sometimes. All right. I squeeze you, what comes out of you? If I squeeze you, you're supposed to be fruit. What comes out of you? If I put a little pressure on you, does good fruit come out of you? Oh, amen. I like that. But if I squeeze you, I put a little pressure on you, and bad come out of you, that bad was already there. No one put it in you. It was already there. Hello? See, that's what happened. You put a little pressure on people. A little accountability. You find out where they are. Please don't ask them where they were. <laughs> why does that offend people? You know why? Because there's a part of your character that is undeveloped. And when you put a little pressure on it, it reveals. If you're in leadership here, you're going to have accountability. And if you don't want accountability, you can't be in leadership. People are watching leaders. Everybody watching Trump. He a leader. You watch leaders. All right, all right. Here we go. Once you have 
this mind of Christ. Oh, by faith. Once you have that mind of Christ, listen, by faith, you actually possess his mind. This is what you can do with the thief and the enemy once you have his mind. You can loose the captive. Once you have the mind of Christ, you can actually loose the captives. They are bound by their thoughts. See, so when you, when you have the gospel, the, the gospel, and when you go to an unbeliever or even <laughs> believer, see, you actually are, you're actually loosening the bonds of their thoughts. That's what you're doing when you go to the unsaved. You're loosening the bonds of their thoughts. Oh, man, listen. Oh, man. We, we had an experience yesterday. I had two experiences I'm going to tell you all about. So I, we went after we did the workout, all three workouts at, at Walker Ministries. <laughs> Boot camp, BTW, and stretch and flex. <sighs> I'm going to get you all because I'm hurting right now. Oh, my God, man. Oh, I'm hurting. So, <laughs> it's good, though. It's good I was afflicted. Anyway, so we went uh, to, what's it, Hair Dog. And, you know, we our waiters, I think it was me, T, uh, Miss Bryant, and Brandy. And we were eating after we worshiped, you know, our body and everything. And uh, we had our waiter. I'm always, when I get a waiter, I always want to know your name. Who are you? You know, I, I don't just jump in and I take my time, see how you are. You know, we, we mentioned, you know, yeah, that's who, who we were and what we were doing. What we're doing tomorrow. You know, you done been persistent to ask me what I'm doing tomorrow and later on. I'm getting ready for church. That's what I'm going to be doing. That's what I told him, right? That's what we're doing. Yeah, we all, yeah, we, we all. And he was like, what did he say? Oh, that, that's nice. He was saying that, that's nice. You know, he had... Yeah, fingernails painted and all that. I don't care about that. Don't care about that? He was real. He was real nice, very professional, good service. And we mentioned it. Just you don't have to go in there and just flash the card. This is who I am. But I told him who I was. And he asked. He had a great memory. I was like, that's a gift supposed to be in the kingdom, man. Yes. I mean, he remembered everything, and we were real particular. So he remembered everything. Recanted everything back to her. I'm like, that's a gift. I need to be in the kingdom. I'll see you again. Nelson. See, I got your name too. I got good memory. I'll see you again. And he was like, remember everybody's name? And I told him, like, oh, Pastor Rock, I don't normally do that. But I felt the need to do it that time. So he said, all right, I'll remember you next time, preacher man. I'm like, that's right, say it. Right. How can they hear without a preacher? Right? See, you got to plant a seed. Somebody else is going to water. Just plant a seed. So when he sees us, he'll know who we are. See, y'all got, you got, you don't just rush in. Go. It's okay. It's, it's a necessity, though. It's quick. You got to do it. So we left. Then I went out. Uh, I was hanging out with uh, the whites, the ministers right there. And Minister Brown again. All right. I did. Association. <laughs> the anointing comes by association. <laughs> but it grows by desperation. 
So that's why you don't just be with anybody. Okay? All right. Who you associate tell you who you are. Okay. All right. So we went back. We went to Steve Madden, I guess, is the place, right? So and it was just, we went in earlier, got something, left out. And then I guess the wife wanted to go back in. So we went back in. Going back in. Now the manager is in there. And she, she was just, just really nice. You know, I, I, I don't know about y'all. A lot of times when you got a small foot, you always got to buy the one off of the shelf. <laughs> and it's always a dirty one. All right. <laughs> y'all going to do something about this. All right. So, <laughs> so I went, right? So I went. And the display shoe. Yeah, well, there you go. Okay. So I went and we started talking. And, this, and this, she, was, she, she was so nice. She was so sweet. Went there just the second time. And she kept asking when me and Brian came there, Mrs. Brian came there, she said, are y'all brothers? <laughs> I said, I said, yeah, we brothers in Christ. And the guy was standing there, so you always got one person talking, but there's always another person listening. But you got to be conscious and aware of that. Or a group of people. Stay in character. So listen, this is part of the thing. So I said, oh, oh yeah, we brothers in Christ. And then, no. And then she said, Really? I said, yeah, we brothers. I said, he got the tall jeans. I didn't. <laughs> so we were just talking. You know, did a little joke with her. And she was just so nice. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, you know, I'll, I'm going to just hook you up. Like, okay, thank you. Favor. All right. <laughs> All right. She, and I started talking to her just for a second. And she, said, and she asked, you know, who you, you know, are y'all really brothers? Brother? I said, she said, that's nice. So it was me, you, Rocket, and, and Al was in there. And nobody's in the store. Now, you know, we got the kingdom before her. Okay, come on, no, the anointing is there. So she, she comes to me, she said, all right, you know, I told her who I was. And she was like, I gave her a card that we had. So she said, you got to move and when the Spirit tells you, how he tells you. So when I said church, she said, oh, I haven't been in so long. She said, oh, I need to go. She was feeling, listen, convicted. All I said was church. See, so we had to go back. We went back. We both left. We went back. And she said, now y'all know Rock, uh, Shamir, Minister Shamir's uh, personality is just contagious. And they start talking. But, but she said, man, I'm going to um, be here in about two months. So she is in fashion design, getting her to get her degree, buyer. So Rocket has the same kind of degree, too, Minister Ro uh, Rocket, right? So she she. Immediate, there's a connection. See, you can see. And she said, I haven't been to church in a long time. I said, well, guess what? You're at church right now. Yeah. I said, the Bible said, well, two or three gathered. There I am in the midst. And she said, oh. <laughs> she was ready. She was ready to go in right then. So it, it's just knowing when to witness and how. Listening to the Holy Spirit. So I said the same thing, but two people, two different responses. Doesn't mean that he's not, just not ready. So, but she was ready. So, man, I guess um, Minister Rocket went and they exchanged uh, phone numbers or something or whatever, Instagrams and everything. And she, she got some things she needs some help with in her life. But because of their ministry, she'll be able to help her. Because... 
that lifestyle. Your steps are ordered. And she was like, I, I really need to get back. I really need to get back. Yes, you do. Great personality. Sweet. Hopefully y'all see him. We'll see what happens. And um, continue to pray for her. Her name is Kimberly. Oh, man. So it's just seeing God and the anointing on your life. And actually, she had an encounter. I said, I said, listen, Kimberly. I said, baby. I said, God's speaking to you right now. You said you, she had a thought about coming back to church. Then we come in. I said, well, he's talking to you right now. I say, he's here. That's why we came back. Because we didn't meet and we didn't have an encounter with her the first time. Then she just blessing me with this. I'm like, okay, Lord, thank you. <laughs> I was like, praise Lord. That was good. And it just branches off to everybody else around you, don't it? <laughs> Watch this. So what I said was that you have a thought. And all I did was speak. And her thoughts were convicted. Okay. Because my thoughts, my mind, the Christ of mind, the mind of Christ, that, this is what I presented to her. I presented to her my thoughts. Toward her. And toward Nelson, too. Okay. You have the ability to loose the thoughts. When I, do y'all hear when you get the mind of Christ? You have the ability to loose the thoughts from the enemy off the minds of the people that are in captivity. And both of them were in captivity. They was in captivity, listen, to Satan and his kingdom. Their thoughts are keeping them from what? Their salvation. That is freely offered to them in Christ. This is why we have to win the battle of the new mind. We have to win the battle of the new mind. Okay? Y'all with me? Okay. All right, listen to this. Go here. Go to, minister, I'm going to jump right here. I didn't get to go to where I need to go, but I got to save a little time because it's almost time's up. Uh, go to here real quick. Second uh, Peter. Did we? we didn't go there yet, did we? Right, go to Second Peter. Go to Second Peter 1. Let's go here. Five. Second Peter chapter one at verse five. Um, actually, start at four. Yeah, verse five. four. By means of these, he has bestowed on us his precious and exceedingly great promises. Okay, they've been bestowed upon you. You have them. You have the down payment. Okay? Go ahead. 
so that through them you may escape by flight from the moral decay, rottenness, and corruption that is in the world because of covetousness, mm -hmm. lust, and greed, and become sharers, partakers of the divine nature. Stop. That divine nature now is his new mind. Okay? Watch this. Go ahead. Verse 5. For this very reason, adding your diligence to the divine promises, employ every effort in exercising your faith to develop virtue, excellence, resolution, Christian energy, and in exercising virtue, develop knowledge, intelligence. Hold on. So you said you had faith. But your faith needs something. You have to do something. You have to add to your faith. See, a lot of times this is where, this is where the behavior comes. We have not added to our faith. Okay. All right. All right. Let's, let's see. Go ahead. Verse 6. Verse 6. And in exercising knowledge, mm. develop self-control. And in mm. exercising self-control, develop steadfastness, patience, endurance. And in exercising steadfastness, develop godliness, piety. Mm. Verse 7. Mm -hmm. And in exercising godliness, develop brotherly affection. And in exercising brotherly affection, develop Christian love. Ooh. Yeah, I'm just want to know, have you been working? I want to know, have you been adding to your faith, exercising your faith? See, maybe this is what's going on with our faith. Because faith without works is dead. So maybe we have it, but it's dead. Because you ain't been adding to it. Yep. You haven't been adding to it. Okay. Go ahead. Verse we eight. Yep. Verse eight. For as these qualities are yours. Mm, hold on. These add-ons. These addendums. They're yours. I know you just got a pocket full of them. All right. Go ahead, minister. For as these qualities are yours and increasingly abound in you. Uh-oh. Abounding. It, I love the title of like in the King James. This is about your growing faith. Okay? Obviously, your faith is alive. It should be. Yeah, you're not resuscitate some of them. Okay, come on. They will keep you from being idle or unfruitful mm. unto the full personal knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. There's an issue. Right there in lies an issue with our spiritual development. It should be increasingly bound to you 
that keep you from being idle, unfruitful, unto the what? The full personal knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. See, I told you, we keep wanting the world to do something we haven't really done yet. It's really seek God. Because it's no way in his creation that you still respond the same way that you did with the old man. Okay. Okay. Verse 9. Verse 9. For whoever lacks these qualities is blind, spiritually short-sighted, seeing only what is near to him, mm. and, and has become oblivious to the fact that he was cleansed from his old sins. Which is your whole life, your whole mind. I love this. Peter's heavy stress upon the importance of these things is phenomenal. And, and we're going to go up and, and I'm just follow him here. Peter says this. He is going to, oh, wait a minute. I want to do that first. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you before we get there. Peter says, this is why, this is why I'm doing what I do. Peter says this. He is going to always preach these things, despite the fact that the believer already knows them. But that's not all. Watch this. Peter says, he's all, Peter says as long as he's living, he's going to stir up the believers by reminding them of these things. But this is not all. Peter says, these things are not, these things are so important that he is going to see to it that the believers are reminded of them even after his death. That's what I'm doing right now. See, these are the things that we're not doing. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. These are the things that you should be reminded of, what you should be, how you should be acting, how you should be performing. Okay? He said, I'm going to keep reminding you. I know you already know this. I know you already heard this. But he said, I'm going to keep reminding you of these things. Mm -mm -mm. You know why? Because it's part of your salvation. Oh, my God. God, he's just standing up. I ain't gonna be in a minute. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, okay. Jesus, right there. That means I got to get ready to go. I want to be. They want to say. Someone say they want to camp out. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. I got a living hope. Okay, teacher. All right. Oh. Okay. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. Okay. Oh, okay, here. 
Hold on. Let me get, let me get this is one point, teacher. I feel the pressure. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm trying to really cut some corners without leaving out something. Anyway, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Oh, you know, we can always come back next week. I hope you do. We're not finished, though. The main thing, I want to just make sure that we have to add to these things. And one of the ones I really wanted to touch on, I don't get a chance tonight, was one of the ones that we are to have self-control. No matter what. No matter what. You're to have self-control as a believer. That's one of the fruits of the spirit. It's the fruit of the spirit, self-control. How important it is to have self-control. I mean, that is just, without me opening up this can, I just want to make sure that we're adding to our faith. And it tells us that, it says, in adding knowledge and self-control, uh, and exercising self-control develops steadfastness and, it, and patience and endurance. My self-control does this. Why do you respond the way you respond? Hey. Oh, well, it's right up there. Okay. Thank you. Y'all see that? She's she saying, hurry up. No, it's okay. Anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> In your, I'm serious, y'all. This, these, the thing that you need to be perfected in, like self-control. Well, the only way you're going to be perfected in self-control is that God puts you and allow a situation where you will be able to work out exercise add to your faith it's time for you to put down them 10 pound weight and pick up something heavier so you can develop that's how you develop muscle is that you put a load on it that you stress it that you bring it to a point of failure and then your muscles begin to grow after what you feed it But you don't want to you keep doing the 10 pounds. No development. No spiritual development. Just apathy. Just, just look like you're in a wheelchair all your life. Nothing. And those situations, those things are there to spiritually, to listen, to, in, to ensure that you get in, listen, patience. And it perfects endurance. Endurance and perseverance. It's something that has to produce something in you. This is why many of us fail when it comes to our faith. Because you refuse to add to it. Add to your faith sometimes is just submitting yourself under authority. You can't do that. Man, nobody want to do that. No, you. Uh, uh, I'm coming in. I'm going to teach this trigonometry class, and I just barely got all the arithmetic. 
No, for real. This is the problem. When, when you haven't been taught how to add to your faith, all these types of things are, are working on your behalf. When, when you resist them thoughts, you know the ones that always come to you and you don't know what to do with them? Because you have not built up any resistance. You haven't exercised. You just surrender. The pressure allows you to produce. The pressure reveals your true character. I meant, can we get into a hit class Because a hit class takes less time, but it burns more calories 48 hours after you stop working out. Because of the pressure that I put myself under for that short duration of time. It develops now endurance in me. Man, I just got to bring it down to a kind of a little natural level. See, Pastor, that's the way that I be trying to teach, but you won't let me teach like that. I've been trying to teach with like with the hit class, but you oh, won't is let that me right? do it. Yeah. You won't let me do it. Now, she <laughs> mean she mean the hit class. <laughs> you won't let me do it. Hit. She mean the hit class. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hit class she's talking about. I, I ain't gonna let her teach that on y'all. I love y'all. I ain't gonna do it. Maybe once. No, I'm just sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, teacher. Yes. That's good. Did y'all get anything today? We thank God for the word of God. Amen. I didn't We really thank God for the word of God. I um I just wanted to quickly share with you an answer that I heard. So there's one thing again I always always say or ask, pose a question to you. What did the Holy Spirit say to you today? When you go home or on your journey of going home or wherever you're going to go, um, what did the Holy Spirit say? Because if you don't know what he said to you, he said something to you about you today. And you come to the gathering to learn how to live in God's image. So what part of your life needs to be in God's image? And the question is, how do I do that? A lot of times what happened in our natural senses and our natural reasoning is I heard that scripture before. That's nothing new that is being taught. That's because you can't hear it spiritually. You can't hear it spiritually. When God speaks, he speaks in many, look, the word is always new. Because guess what? You forget every moment. You forget how to conduct yourself. You forget how to love. You forget that you're married. (laughs) 
Some of us forget that we're parents. Or want to. So look, the thought comes. You want time? Look, you, 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 want, you want time out for yourself. A parent can never have time out. I want to, when you leave today, that if you didn't hear Holy Spirit say a word to you, because it is a word that he said to you, that you, you came here to hear something. And that something is to develop you into the next level of your greatness. But you have to believe that. As saints, we're not supposed to be living in a roller coaster ride. We're not supposed to be having the extreme of being happy and then the extreme of not being happy and then up and down, up and down. See, because this is a crazy woman, this is a crazy man. This is a crazy child. But God says, you have a sound mind. So what did he say to you today? I heard this, Joseph. I heard an answer for everyone. But I took it for myself because he gave me the answer. And as Pastor was teaching, let the mind of Christ be in you, that's in Christ Jesus. We've heard that tons of times. But we still move and operate in our own mind. Write your own thoughts. Still do that. Make decisions on your own with your own thoughts. Enter into relationships with your own thoughts. Enter into transactions with your own thoughts. Let the mind. So how do I do that? How do I let the mind of Christ, Jesus, to be in me? Reflect. Passing them up because it's real short because this is the answer there. So what I did if you don't do this in a, so what God does when he give you his word, which is supernatural, he give it to you in a way naturally, then so you look, so you can see, give you something in your own situation so you can see. And then you'll be able to see, then your faith will be able to perceive what's not revealed. So I'm having a conversation with you. Now let the mind. It's not going good. We're husband and wife, right? But it's not going good. But let the mind of Christ, Jesus, be in me. For me to do that, I have to reflect in my mind the mind of Christ. I'm reflecting in my mind the mind of Christ. So what I'm doing, Minister Al, is this, look, in my own relationship, I have, this is how you don't, look, this is how you, you, you are able to avoid the accidents and incident in a marriage. 
is that by me reflecting in my mind the mind of Christ, I'm going to reflect a lot of times when people talk, what's, what they're trying to do, the Holy Spirit gave this to me, is that you're trying to take my thoughts. You're trying to control my thoughts. This is why we get angry. Because you, look, because it's about words. These are thoughts. But if I reflect in my own, see, but we don't pause and reflect in our own mind. The mind of Christ. I can avoid an incident. See, because every time, this is why I say in my relationship, and I've always been like this because I'm a very calm person to you just, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very calm. And when I'm, I get angry, I'm even calmer. If that's even possible. <laughs> okay. So, when I reflect the mind of Christ, I'm able to look. I'm able to actually hear you. I'm able to actually to have empathy for you. I, I don't want to just sell you what I feel and what I think. Reflecting the mind of Christ in my mind. See, every word that he's ever said, I have to reflect on it while I'm talking to you. Which will allow me to not to control your thoughts. And we're saying, I'm not trying to control nobody's thoughts. Yes, y'all, because you don't hear me. You don't listen. You're always saying this. You're always doing that. Uh -huh. yep. I noticed something the, the other day. You know, and I See, you don't speak everything. You pray. And I heard someone speak to someone. This is in the ministry. And then they spoke again. I said, wow. Their thoughts were not good towards the person. Because, see, look, it didn't reflect. See, because what happens is with people, they try to assume your thoughts. Again, you're trying to control my thoughts. You're trying to, you're trying to stay claim. You're trying to stay claim of my thoughts. And you really don't know my heart. You're, you're trying to take claim of my thoughts. But you don't know my heart. And I said, I said within myself, that's not even probably how she feel. And the other person spoke back. But I prayed. I'm, I'm letting you know what happens in people's thoughts. So be careful while you're around me. <laughs> <laughs> these, these, the thoughts that you don't speak and say you have to be careful because it's about a person's heart towards you I'm going to end it yes. one, one, one last thing I want to add to that too as well with the thoughts and in view 
continue to read, you're going to find out that even that person has a responsibility and self-control to bridle their tongue. But there's another person trying to control another person when it comes to that. Because self-control means that you have the ability not to speak. And Jesus opened not his mouth. That's yeah. his character. When he was being accused, he opened not his mouth. See, don't, you have the ability. You have, and that's, that's where a lot of things in this self-control, because that's a whole other thing I want to teach on as far yeah. as that, because you have to learn how to bridle your tongue. Because your tongue leads you in a direction. Hello? I, I need y'all to hear what I just said. In these situations, in these infernals, you have to learn, master, how to bridle your tongue. That's part of the self-control. And what does it produce when I do that? See, I told you, we, we're never getting, we, we, we never can get into the mode of growth. We can only stay in the mode of offense, and I'm right, and you need to be quiet and listen to me. Yeah. That's control. That's the only thing that should be controlling two, controlling two believers the is the Holy Spirit. Spirit. So that's why it's important for both to have the Holy Spirit. Spirit. I know we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, me too.